Welcome everyone to another episode of Houndcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Justin Durenzis and I am the Assistant Director of Alumni and Family Engagement. And here with me today is my Houndcast intern and co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing well, Justin. I'm just very thankful for this opportunity to be on uh, my very first Houndcast. Absolutely. We're, we're excited to have you. So a little bit about Mike. Mike is a sophomore student here at Moravian, and we are very excited to have him on this inaugural uh, podcast. In addition, our podcast guest today is Susie Heyer, alumna from the class of 1976. Susie, how are you? Doing great. Good, good. Susie is very graciously joining us um, from the road. She is a award-winning artist and she is actually traveling on the road today. So we are very thankful to have her um, be able to, to be on. Uh, and first starting off, Susie, can you first tell us a little bit about your Moravian story as a student, you know, a little bit about your Moravian journey and as you were kind of looking at different colleges and universities, what made Moravian that ideal choice for you? Oh, you're so gonna laugh. It was close enough to home, but just far enough away. My parents wouldn't let me go to Colorado because they figured I wouldn't get an education. I'd be skiing all the time. When I saw the campus, I, I fell in love with the campus anyway, the historic um, atmosphere and everybody was so friendly, you know, when we went to look at the college. But another thing was, they had a great art department and I knew I wanted to study art. So that was a plus. And I didn't wanna to go to a large school with millions of students. I didn't wanna be that you know, little fish in the big pond. I wanted a more intimate atmosphere and I felt like Moravian really afforded that. It was a cozy campus, both North and South campus. It just had a homey feel to it. And I just felt like safe and that that environment would would be more nurturing to me. I think when you're transitioning, when you come out of high school and you go, you know, into college or university, you know, when you come from a small town, especially, I wanted to be, I wanted, seriously wanted to be far enough away from, you know, my hometown that I really could be on my own and have those kinds of experiences that being at a small campus would afford, but also close enough so that, you know, I could go home for breaks or wasn't too far from from your parents, from your home life. You know, when you're making that transition, those four years I feel like are so important in how you transition from being completely dependent, you know, on your parents or on your hometown community to going out into the larger world and being able to make that, you know, that change to where you are totally independent, you know? Absolutely. And Moravian really afforded that opportunity to me, I think in a really big way. Terrific. Terrific. And as far as, you know, your journey here at Moravian, how did that really inspire your career as an artist? You know, how did the people on campus, how did your professors, how did your friends, how did your mentors have an impact uh, in that regard? Well, I think because of the kind of community it is, you know, there's an atmosphere of caring and there's an atmosphere of encouragement and there was an atmosphere of support for whatever your dream was. Nobody said, you'll never do that. You know, like my parents would say, oh, you can't do that. You'll never do that. The professors, the instructors, the students, I really just felt there was a lot of support for what I wanted to do. I had a, a sense that I would 
be able to do that. You know, nobody said no. What's really amazing is that here it is, it's 45 years later, and I still am in touch with any number of people on my class and maybe class below, class above, you know, but those relationships were so nurturing that we continue them to this day. And I, that's no small thing. You know, you go through life and there's so many people you you leave behind or just different phases of your life and you're out of touch with people or you just don't even know where they are. And that just did not happen because of, I, maybe it's the kind of student that Moravian attracts. People are just more caring and more involved, more engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the student community as a whole, you know, like I think the community, everyone in the community supports each other. Students, you know, help support the faculty and the staff in helping them make sure that they're doing their jobs correctly and, you know, really kind of inspiring the, the next generation. And then obviously faculty and staff really being that mentor and, and guiding our students to, to where they need to be and, and where they want to be personally Definitely. and professionally. So I think it, I think it moves both ways. I think the students teach us a lot uh, about, uh, you know, different things and, you know, that we may be out of tune with. Right. But I think at the same time, we can be that support system for them as, as people right. and professionals. So I really um, got that from my, from my instructors. I mean, you know, Dan Tereshko, Rudy Ackerman, William Kelly in the art department, they just, they just accepted the fact that we wanted to study art because we wanted to be artists. I mean, they really just pulled you along. They never gave, there was never any doubt, you know what I mean, in, in their minds. It's like, you're here to study art, so okay, you're going to be an artist, you know? Absolutely. So that was really affirming in a big way to me that somebody believed that I could actually pull this off. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think that's important. So thank you for sharing that. And me being like a current student right now and, and wanting to go into creative endeavors and hearing you talk about like this uh, culture of support at Moravian and me wanting to pursue these yeah. things are really inspiring. And definitely starting to see like a lot of that support you were once talking about. Like yeah. what has your life looked like after, uh, after attending Moravian? Like, did you go to grad school? Did you stay local? What has your life uh, after being uh, through this culture of support? Well, I stayed, I stayed in Bethlehem for another couple of years and then actually moved around. I went to other programs immediately after Moravian. I, I went to the Baum School in Allentown and that was Rudy and Rose Ackerman's school. Studied there. I studied at the University of West Florida for a couple of years. You're going to laugh because I was actually an art model. I was a professional art model and I figured, hey, I'm going to be able to get in pro programs easier that actually got me involved in those school communities as well when I moved to Denver I studied at the Art Students League of Denver and then I also did the botanical art program through the Denver Botanic Gardens which is one of the top five um, botanical illustration programs in the world so I, I did continue to study I would have been a professional student for the rest of my life if I had the money you know <laughs> because I just loved being in a community of people, a community of academics, a community of people who were interested in learning and, and who were a, more forward thinking. You know, that was always really nurturing for me. And so I continued to do, you know, that sort of thing, even, even as we, you know, moved with different jobs. 
being like an award-winning artist, how does it feel to use your, your skills and all the knowledge you require, um, even outside of Moravian, how to like better the art community you're involved with, as well as like younger artists that you've uh, mentored along the way of your journey? Well, it feels good to give back. You know, a lot of people gave to me when, when I was learning and when I was, you know, pursuing this path. Being able to, you know, teach, teach workshops out of my studio or participate in plein air events. You know, we raise money for a lot of nonprofits, whether it's national parks or art programs through art schools, or there's lots of different kinds of nonprofits that will host a plein air event of artists coming and paint and then, you know, have an exhibit, sell those paintings. So we not only make money for ourselves, but we also raise funds for a lot of other entities, you know? And so being able to do that, it makes me feel good that I can use my own skills to provide something that helps other communities. You know, we do this all over the country. That's actually really great because the opportunities for travel and all the, you know, wonderful, amazing people that you meet. You know, I know a lot of artists will say, well, you know, they should give us the whole, you know, 100%, but it's like, no, we're ambassadors for this show. We're ambassadors for this nonprofit by doing this and we're helping them to continue their good work. So I really feel good about, you know, being able to do that sort of thing and it's not like, I feel like it's just for me. You know what I mean? Right. At one point when I lived in New Orleans, I was national vice president for the Women's Caucus for Art. This was in the 80s. And, it, and at that time, what we were trying to do is make more opportunities for, for women artists. It's good to be able to be engaged that way where we are helping either minority artists or younger artists to come up and provide the opportunities for them that we didn't have, that we may not have had. I should put it that way. I think it's important to take advantage of those opportunities to, to be able to share what I've learned. I think that's a good, a good segue kind of into our next kind of question, Susie, is, you know, what does it mean to you in being this year's Comenius Alumni Award recipient? I know you had talked about kind of the power of belief and, you know, how a lot of the different people at Moravian really believed in you to, to get to where you needed to be and to, and to follow your passion and to, to follow what you, you know, really wanted to, to make out of your career and, and your journey at Moravian. So can you talk to, to us a little bit about, about that? Well, actually, I'm super honored that they chose me for the award. So, I mean, I like speechless about this, actually. I have such fond memories of my time at Moravian. And, and I think to be acknowledged by your alma, alma mater is, is something really special, you know? So I really appreciate that. I mean, being at Moravian was a, really a life-defining experience for me. And, you know, like, and as I talked about in making that transition, but also the encouragement and the support, like what Michael said, that culture of support mm-hmm. that we experienced there I feel like I'm still being supported by Moravian just by being chosen for this award, you know? Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm just, I am deeply honored, seriously. We're very honored to be able to bestow it. And, you know, you certainly had an extremely 
accomplished career and extremely accomplished in the ways that you continue to give back to Moravian and what your vocation is, right? You, you utilize your talents that you learned here to be able to better the art community and to better mentor artists that are going to continue to, to follow in your footsteps. So I think you set a very prime example and, and a very good example at that in terms of what our art students are capable of and, and what we hope our future, you know, art students will have the opportunity to, to be a part of as they're going through their journey here. So we're so excited to, to have you with us on April 22nd here on campus um, to be able to receive the award in person. Leading into that, you know, what is the one thing that makes Moravian unique? You know, if you had to put in terms those one or those two things that make Moravian Moravian, what would they be? It's it's been really neat to kind of compare oh. different different guests on our Houndcast their answers to this question. So I always kind of look forward to this. Wow. I don't know if you can put it in one or two things. Touch on this before. I think it's the type of the type of student that Moravian attracts and the type of instructors and professors that want to be part of that uh, of that kind of culture i mean the attitudes of caring and encouragement believing in the students believe believing that we can contribute something positive leave the world a better place there was just such an expansive attitude you know for me coming from a small town that curiosity and that willingness to to explore any direction you know the atmosphere, I think, provided a vehicle for broadening horizons, both personal and professional. And, and, I, and I think that's the one phrase I could use. It might be that to, you know, that it, that it just provided an environment in which those horizons could be explored, you know, being en engaged to people from all walks of life with all kinds of interests. I think that defines it pretty well. I, I think overall, like if we were to summarize that up, I think Moravian, even though we're this liberal arts institution, right? And, and that's kind of what our focus has been, right? Is the liberal arts. I think at, right. the same, at the same point, we're a small school, but we offer big school opportunities. If you have the perseverance, if you have the grit to be able to put the time in, put the energy into what you want to accomplish, right? In your four years here to be able to to ensure that you have a really successful future after you leave here in four years. And so I think what some of the larger, maybe research-based institutions, even around our local area here, they may have more research-based opportunities, but I think we have just as many of those individualistic opportunities with being a small school. If our students are working hard and, you know, I think if they're, if they're putting in the time and energy into, into their studies and making, making their time here an enjoyable experience. Well, I would definitely encourage people to do that. I, I would say cram as much in as you possibly can, because, you know, these are the four years when you get to do that. And maybe I'm just a workaholic or maybe, you know, maybe Moravian inspired me to be a workaholic. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I just, I always felt like I just wanted to do everything and find out everything and experience everything. And, and I really had the opportunity to do so much of that right. there. You know, it was, I was like a kid in a candy store. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's how every how every college student is when they walk on a campus for their their first year, you know, their first day during their first year, and they're away from mom and dad, and especially the ones that are residing on campus. You know, it's a it's a totally different experience, and it's a totally new way to to start off a really incredible four years. It's what you do here during those four years that can really make your time and your experience that much more enjoyable. So totally. But I would say even the off-campus community, I was allowed to move off campus my junior year, but it was the same thing. I mean, it was the same, you know, kid in the candy store kind of thing. It's like, well, now we're really away from mom and dad because we're living in our own apartment. Right. You know, you still had to buckle down and do the work. And, and I mean, that's the bottom line, you know, is like, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to explore all kinds of different activities and hang out with all different kinds of people. But, you know, I got a test on Tuesday. I got to study. I'll see ya. Right. You know, right. So, and I'm not a model student. I promise you, <laughs> it's not a model student. Well, I, I appreciate, you know, you being on Houndcast today. Again, I think a lot of what you shared was was really insightful about your time and your experience here. And as I said, look forward to, to having you on campus on April 22nd during our Shining Lights event. Awesome. Well, now I know what you look like, so I'll be able to hopefully recognize you when I see you. Yes, yes, de- definitely. Absolutely. And for all of our guests that are tuning in today, um, again, Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to, to, to keep an eye out for our next episode launching in two weeks. Until then, as always, hound them.